The Public Service Alliance of Canada is conducting one of the largest labor strikes in Canadian history. Stay tuned as we will tell you how the strike will impact immigration applications and services. Hello and welcome to My Consultant, where we give you latest updates and news about Canadian immigration. We will start today's episode by disclosing Canada's next move to support Ukraine, followed by the extension of temporary residence status of Sudanese nationals and Saskatchewan's ending its detainee agreement with CBSA. Next, I will share everything you need to know about the Comprehensive Ranking System, that is CRS, and Tishina will discuss how Federal Public Servant Strike will impact Canadians. This episode of My Consultant is brought to you by Scotia Bank. During Ukraine's recent visit to Canada earlier this month, the two governments came together to sign a bilateral youth mobility agreement. This action reiterates Canada's solidarity and support of Ukraine as it defends itself against Russia's full-scale invasion. The signing of this agreement establishes a pathway to provide young Ukrainian and Canadian adults aged 18 to 35 with greater opportunities to gain a better understanding of the culture, society, and language of the other country through travel, temporary employment, and new life experiences abroad. This includes opportunities for Canadian youth to help rebuild Ukraine. The Youth Mobility Agreement will be launched after the restoration of peace in Ukraine. Canada is introducing new immigration measures to support Sudanese temporary residents who are currently staying in Canada and are unable to return to their home because of the unstable situations going on in their country. According to the new measures, Sudanese nationals will be able to apply for an extension of their status in Canada and move between temporary streams to continue visiting, studying or working. The extension will be free of cost. These new measures will help ensure the safety of Sudanese population in Canada, keep families together, and give them a safe place to stay. The province of Saskatchewan is ending its over a decade-long agreement with the CBSA, the Canada Border Services Agency, to hold non-criminal or convicted immigration detainees in its provincial jails. On April 3rd, Corrections, Policing and Public Safety Minister Christine Tell provided a notice to the federal government of the end of its agreement, saying, We have reviewed the existing agreement and after careful consideration determined it is no longer consistent with the goals we want to achieve in Saskatchewan correctional facilities. There was a total of 16 individuals on an immigration hold in Saskatchewan's correctional centers in 2022. While Saskatchewan will no longer hold individuals solely on immigration matters related to the Immigration and Refugee Protection Act, it will continue to hold 
non-Canadian citizens with criminal charges until those matters have been concluded. The province originally signed the existing Memorandum of Understanding to house persons detained under the Immigration and Refugees Protection Act in 1994. The agreement will officially end on September 30th, 2023. Saskatchewan is working with the CBSA to develop a safe and effective transition plan. Express entry is Canada's main method of bringing international skilled workers to the country through permanent residence. Through express entry, only the highest scoring international skilled workers are invited to the country by the Canadian government to immigrate to Canada permanently. In order to score the express entry candidates and rank them, the Canadian government uses the comprehensive ranking system that is CRS. The CRS is the points-based system that scores a candidate on the basis of the information that is available in their profile. The score allows candidates to be ranked against each other in the pool. Applicants are given points based on the following factors. Age, education, language proficiency, Canadian work experience. Language proficiency, education, Canadian work experience of the applicant's spouse or common law partner. Arranged employment or validated job offer. Provincial government nomination for permanent residence. Sibling in Canada. Certain combinations of language skills, education and work experience that result in a higher chance of the applicant being employed. Using these factors, candidates will be given a score out of a maximum of 1200 points. Highest scoring applicants will then receive an invitation to apply, that is ITA, for permanent residence during period draws. The CRS is very beneficial for Canada and immigrants themselves. By using this detailed and evidence-based approach to scoring and ranking immigrants, Canada does its part to welcome immigrants who are most likely to have fulfilling careers in Canada. The Canadian government's research finds that new immigrants who arrive young and middle-aged with high levels of work experience, education and language proficiency integrate very well in the Canadian job market. In 2020, IRCC released a report on how express entry immigrants have been performing in the Canadian market since the launch of express entry in 2015. Thanks to how CRS is structured, the report found that express entry immigrants have high salaries, high rates of employment and low rates of unemployment in Canada. Approximately every two weeks, the Canadian government selects the highest scoring candidates from the express entry pool and provides them with an invitation to apply, that is ITA, for permanent residence. You should not lose hope if your CRS score is lower than the recent CRS cutoff requirements, as CRS scores keeps on changing with each express entry draws. If your current CRS score is slightly lower, you may wait patiently in a hope that eventually the cutoff will have candidates with the same CRS scores as yours. 
one of the major ways to improve your CRS score so that you can enhance your chances of immigrating to Canada include ensure you claim all the CRS points you are eligible for improve your language test score have your spouse as the principal applicant obtain more education obtain more work experience study and work in Canada for more information related to the comprehensive ranking system please visit canada.ca as some of you may know the PSAC the Public Service Alliance of Canada declared a strike last week Wednesday on April 19th seeking higher wages and what they describe as fair remote work policies this strike consisting of tens of thousands of federal workers involves, but is not limited to, staff of Service Canada, the IRCC, Immigration, Refugees, and Citizens of Canada, and about 39,000 Canada Revenue Agency, CRA, workers. These employees provide a range of vital services to the public daily. So, with them on strike, how could this affect you with your immigration-related matters? During this labor disruption, some services may be delayed or not available at all. Employment and Social Development Canada warned that applications and other passport processing services may be partially or fully disrupted. The department adds that delivery of passports will be limited to clients experiencing humanitarian or emergency situations. Service Canada Centre's in-person services will be limited. The temporary foreign worker program may be partially or fully disrupted during the strike. The IRCC Immigration, Refugees and Citizenship Canada says some services will be available. You'll be able to apply online, use your online accounts, mail in applications, and access some emergency services. However, the IRCC does warn that some of its services will be impacted. Expect delays with processing applications, in-person appointments or events, including citizenship ceremonies, contacting the IRCC via email, phone, or social media, consular citizenship services, as well as passport services. At the moment, there is no end in sight, with the PSAC strike moving its picket lines to strategic locations like ports of entries, hoping to cause a greater disruption to the government. The PSAC president said the union is making efforts to be non-disruptive to the general public as possible. That's all for this week's episode of My Consultant. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please click the bell icon to subscribe to My Consultant channel to receive weekly updates on our posts. For more information on the topics covered in this show, please visit myconsultant.ca where you can contact an authorized immigration and citizenship consultant. I'm Tashina Thompson. I am Tina Batra and we'll see you next week. Oh,